Welcome to the FWAT Show on the Coil Entertainment Network. I'm Rob Steele, that's Jesus Jones in the background, and this is the show that lets you know that if it feels as though the world has lost its mind, it's not just you, it actually has. But remember, only in America can we have a Senate that will overwhelmingly approve a bill to pump twice as much money into the military as they claim to be saving by kicking 32 million people off their health care. Yes, in this great Christian nation of ours, we do exactly what Christ would not have done. Just saying. Have you read the Bible? (sighs) People. Anyway, this particular episode is going to be remarkably disjointed because there are so many things coming from so many different directions, and I tried to put them together cohesively, and it does not work. Much in the same way... This whole genetic ancestry thing doesn't really work so well for white supremacists. A lawsuit and a so-called fact-checking website have been put in place by the Southern Poverty Law Center because white nationalists are complaining that when they get their DNA genetic ancestry tests back, It says things like 86% European and 14% Sub-Saharan African. Guess what? The KKK's got a bit of black in them. (laughs) It doesn't work for them. They're starting lawsuits. They're starting complaints. And you know what? DNA is DNA. These places that actually do the testing are reputable. They have procedures they have to follow. There are protocols in place to make sure they give you accuracy. And you know what? There's a lot of genetic mixing that's been going on these past four, what, billion years, however long we've been on the planet. It's more than 6,000. I can tell you that. (sighs) People. But you know what? That's one of the easier stories to get through. Let's try this one. I tried doing this on last week's show, and you know what? I I couldn't actually say it. I couldn't. For some reason, my tongue kept tripping over it. Let's try it again this week. Last year, there was a fire in the Wilshire province of the United Kingdom. I'm, I'm speaking as plainly as I can here, because I kept tripping over this part. During the fire... Firefighters, a word I could not say last week for some reason, saved two sows and lots of baby pigs from a farm. Which is a nice, pleasant, good story. And now's the part where all the vegans will cower and cringe because the farm owners decided that the firefighters needed to be thanked even more than they already had been. So they brought them some hams. And a lot of bacon. They said it was a token gesture to the fire service because they're over the moon with gratitude. Let's think about this for a minute. Where exactly do you get the ham and the bacon? Yeah, it was made out of the piglets that they saved in the fire. This is still amusing to me and horrible at the same time. And yes, I am going to eat something with bacon at lunch. Just saying. I think it's funny. Something else I also find somewhat amusing 
except in that it's a horrible thing that happened to some people. There's an anti-gay pastor in Orlando. Actually, I'm sure there's probably more than one, but this one in particular is 57-year-old Kenneth Adkins, who was very, let's say, pleased with the nightclub shooting in Orlando last year, where he said all those gay people, quote, got what they deserved. Really? Are you sure? Well, karma, it comes around and smacks people over the head. Ha ha! It turns out that according to the Florida Times Union, which is one of those, uh, what are those called again? Oh yeah, newspapers. He has been found guilty of child molestation and is going to prison. Because, you know, having sex with an underage boy, like he did, that's not gay somehow. I'm not sure where that switch comes in to where you say, I'm not gay, give me that little boy. That what? How? Where does the... Anyway, let's move on to something that's just a little bit... Well, okay, I, I would say it's not as creepy, but it's Ted Cruz, who is just as creepy. And you don't want to think about Ted Cruz and sex at the same time, because that's something that'll just kill the mood, right? Yeah. Anyway, there's been a big stink of late because Senator Ted Cruz's official Twitter account started retweeting porn. Oh, dear. Well, there have been a lot of people who said, oh, look, Ted Cruz likes porn. He must not be the Christian he says he is. Ted Cruz says that it was one of his staffers, a staffer, really, in conjunction with a sex story. Okay, let the innuendos fly. I love this particular headline that reads, Ted Cruz finger staffer for liking late night porn tweet. You know what? There are a lot of times when I look at headlines and I think to myself, you know, you could have phrased that better. I, I bring them up on the show every now and then. And this was one of them. Ted Cruz finger staffer. Really? Okay. But then I thought about it. Is there a way to broadcast this particular story that doesn't include innuendo? And all I could come up with was Ted Cruz redirects the attention to an employee who was caught with his hand in the cookie jar. No, that's another innuendo, isn't it? I can't come up with a way of phrasing it. Can you come up with one? Send me an email, rob at the I would like to know if anyone can get through this without coming up with an innuendo. I'm just saying, let's get on with the show. There's something that's been going around Facebook lately about a girl who <clears throat> disrespects a reporter and says so many inappropriate things to him and flips him off and everything. Well, let's look at the whole thing and figure out what the problem here is. The problem is, I'm guessing that she's not wearing a dress, which upset the reporter, which is why he called this small person who is very obviously female, dude, which, you know, that's kind of a masculine pronoun, if it is a pronoun, and calling her little guy, really? So did she disrespect the reporter, or is she following the do-unto-others rule? Because he started off as kind of a dick. You don't walk up to Michelle Obama and go, Dude, how's it hanging, man? Because Michelle Obama is a woman. It's just not something that's appropriate to do. So what does she do? She is just as inappropriate back to them. Which I think, you know what, little girl? I approve. Get him. 
Now, a lot of this has sparked a whole big, well, so much for the tolerant liberal left. You know what? Everybody has their buttons that you can push that's going to piss them off. I mean, let's look at the other stuff that's going on here right now with the dismantling of the EPA, the destruction of LGBT rights, the elimination of health care, the reversal of women's rights, another war in Afghanistan, eventually the right is going to piss off the left so much that the left gets guns and just f***ing annihilates the right. It's going to happen. Keep it up. See if it doesn't. And then the right will do what it usually does. Whine to Fox News. Very strange story out of the Pentagon this week. Because if you remember a few weeks ago, Donald Trump has started a thing where he's trying to ban LGBT people from being in the army. Because what's the best way to start a war? Let's remove a good chunk of soldiers from the army. Brilliant. Well, the Pentagon has said they will allow LGBTs who are already in the army to re-enlist. And that just sparked something in my mind, a question. And the question is, why the hell would you re-enlist if you know that your boss's boss's boss, who shouldn't have the job, wants to get rid of you? If you have answers, email me. I said the email once. I'll say it again before the show's over. Give me a minute. While you're at it, let's see if you can explain this. Thanks to a bunch of lobbyists in Florida, the Sunshine State has made it illegal to have solar panels on your home for personal use. What better state can you have than Florida? Okay, maybe Arizona or New Mexico, maybe California a bit. It's called the f***ing Sunshine State. Because there's a lot of sunshine there when there's not, you know, hurricanes. But if these people had had solar panels on their own houses so they could power themselves, think of how much time and money could be saved in the let's hurry up and fix the power grid after that hurricane went through. No, not that hurricane, the other hurricane. Oh, wait, how about the hurricane that's coming? Oh, wait, this might be a preventive measure. And we don't cover things like that. I wouldn't mind getting an explanation on this from someone. In the fourth inning of a recent Red Sox game, fans unfurled a large banner that read, and I'll quote, racism is as American as baseball. My question is, what exactly were they trying to prove with this? Because that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, yeah, it is. Are you promoting racism? Are you with the Black Lives Matter movement? I'm guessing, since I can see your heads poking over the picture of you holding the sign, you're probably not. So what exactly is supposed to be going on here? Now, the Red Sox management, including the umpires on the field, which are not associated with the Red Sox technically, had these people kicked out, which is a brilliant idea and should have been done probably sooner because, hey, someone walking in with a banner that large, you probably want to check it out first. I'm just saying. What were they trying to prove? I don't understand. If you understand, send me an email. See, I told you I'd get back to it. Rob at thefwatshow.com or if you don't want to send me an email, contact me through the website. There's buttons for Facebook and Twitter on thefwatshow.com. While you're there, check out the shop. I've got a shop. Go figure. Where you can get hats and t-shirts and even coffee mugs. They're color-changing coffee mugs. 
how cool is that? Color-changing coffee mugs. Check those out. All the proceeds go to support the show, which, uh, you know, I make it free for you, but it's not exactly free for me. So if you feel like helping out, that would be awesome. In the meantime, I'm going to leave you with some wonderful Christmas news. No, it's not wonderful Christmas news. On Tuesday, Yahoo News, for such a thing still exists, and it seems appropriately named, announced that Toys R Us was preparing to go bankrupt before Christmas. That's right, the largest toy store in the world, or so they claim, will be going bankrupt. And Wednesday, they filed. That was quick. So where are you going to get all your toys for your children for Christmas? That would be either Walmart or online like everybody else. I've been to a few Toys R Us's in my day because I have children. I have yet to see a Toys R Us that didn't look run down. I have seen fancier big lots than Toys R Us. So why is it filing for bankruptcy? Gee, could it be that they don't upkeep their stores? Just saying. Oh, and a quick programming note. Because this thing called life gets in the way periodically, Watch Show is now going to be every other week. Don't worry, the Coil Entertainment Network is still here. Cinema Savants is still on Sundays because, hey, we do it <laughs> instead of going to church. Um, and Two Pages of Mystery, which is also now every other week, is going to be alternating weeks with the Watch Show. It's a very simple schedule. I trust you'll catch on. It's not that hard. Be safe, everybody. I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>